Hello and welcome to Uploading Podcast, which is a very common podcast about executives of big companies pissing at each other. Today on our calm and normal show, we have some great topics. My name is Silas, and again, I am joined by Mr. Sod. Yes, I would hardly call this either calm nor normal. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that is a gross mischaracterization of this show. I'm sorry if you are a new listener, I just lied to you. (laughs) What was I thinking? Oh yeah, com- complete tangent out of the gate. Have you seen that uh, Warner Bros. multiverse thing yet? No. You know, the trailer for it? Yeah. Like, I, I, I kind of love the trailer, but I also hate it. I feel like... T- TLDR, they either need to take Arya Stark out of it, or take the Looney Tunes out of it to make it cohesive. But now it's just all of them together, and I don't know what anything is anymore. And, like, Batman is teaming up with Shaggy now? What? Okay. <laughs> sure. Make that the box art cover of your game. Batman and Shaggy side by side. By side. Yeah, what are you talking about, even? Multiverses. That. It is a video game that is a fighting game, much yeah. in the same vein of Smash Bros, uh, but with Runner Brother characters. Well, this is a trailer from 2021. That's not, that's probably old. Yep. Either that or this one just blew off recently. Four days as a new one. Official yep. cinematic trailer. Well, I don't want to watch cinematic trailers because they suck. I mean, it's a fighting game, so just get it for the, the sense of what you're getting in for. We all know what fighting games are I like. really don't like this art style. I don't know. It looks really weird. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan of it. But to be fair, it's like trying to make it look good for certain characters like Shaggy and the Looney Tunes, but then it's like, okay, well, I feel like you work with Shaggy, but like it makes sense because the Looney Tunes, why not just take the Looney Tunes out of it and bring in some different characters instead? I did, it doesn't really make sense. And Tom and Jerry, it's not nonsense. Nonsense is what it is. I really hate how Bugs Bunny looks in the cinematic trailer. Yep. Why? That's not how Smash Bros. works. The characters still look like they're supposed to do. I like Taz, though. Taz looks fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't think he the looks styling, all right. I don't think the styling is my problem here. I think this, this kind of... I'm going to call it softer candy style. I usually like that. But like, I guess some of the models I just don't like. Well, that's something I'm not gonna play. Yeah, probably. I, it's free though, so keep that in mind. Well, I don't really give a shit. I don't like. I don't play games. <laughs> well, I you do should make games, more time for it. Not right now. Free. Closed alpha. Wow. How is it free? And where is it? Do they have their own fucking launcher? 
I hope not. Oh, yeah, PC. PC, It doesn't probably. say Steam. It doesn't say, like, Epic Game Store or anything. It just says PC digital download, and that scares me every single time. Oh, yeah, it's probably going to be that. Sorry. I mean, it's going to probably work. But yeah, I, probably, but like... To continue to access this content, please provide your bir- date of birth. Oh, fuck you. Just type in some random shit. I just want to go through the multiverse as fucking free-to-play and cross-play. Well, that's good. Um, that is generally good. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I derail this immediately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody who's new to this has just, like, fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that make me so happy? Warner Bros. Games con- uh, account. Oh, oh my god. I don't oh want the Warner really? Bros. Games account. Neither do I. Oh god, why? You? Why would they do okay, that? Okay, well, fuck this. I'm not even going to try this then. This is just really. Yeah, if that's, if that, that's too well, much. Well, it's the too much. 23rd of May, Monday, the 23rd of May, which is World Turtle Day. That's good. Turtles are good. Yeah. Save them. I really like the turtle rune in Elden Ring. Makes me happy. I like seeing my stamina go up quickly. It's also... I brought it back around to Elden Ring yet again. Yeah, well, stop it. It's also Bladder Cancer Awareness Month, which I didn't Uh, even know existed. Cancer. Bladder Cancer. Some of the enemies in Elden Ring just utterly cancerous. Oh, my God. (laughs) Can you like, shut the fuck up? I think I've This is important for us. For this, episode. this is important for us. I think I've mentioned this uh, in the last episode, I think. It's Better Speech and Language Month still. Indeed. Yeah. I clearly, I'm not making the most use of it, but oh well. And also, There's always next year, National Lucky Penny Day. Oh, why is that? One well, Lucky Penny Day. I know people named Penny get lucky on this day. Really easy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that too much. It was just on the spot, and I feel proud of it. In that case, I'm not going to go into detail of uh, National Lucky Penny Day because clearly it doesn't really matter because whatever sort of said just overshadows what actually is happening. Oh my god. This is such a confusing show, man. This is such a fucking weird show. I know. It's fine. But like, holy crap, man. Like, what? Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it's making me laugh this hard, a few people have to be losing well, their minds. <laughs> I hope people are not like crashing their cars or something. <laughs> like, imagine yes. somebody Our like grit is so great it forces people into hysterics and then swerving all over the road. Yeah, well, yeah, a I hope that doesn't happen. Like, imagine, like the fucking ambulance pulls up and and and. <laughs> And we're still talking because the radio isn't like destroyed. Oh no! The and then phone. you just start you start hearing the beeping, 
the beeping of the heart monitor that they brought with them, because of course the paramedics always bring a heart monitor with them and hook that thing up first. It's just common knowledge. And then you hear them over the sound of them laughing. You just hear the beeps getting slower and slower. And then that flat line. Amazing. Wow. EMTs are losing it. Really just that like means. imagine somebody so, this is probably like not even unlikely to happen some like paramedic is gonna hear Alice talking bullshit with a dude half dead on the floor I mean if we get big enough it's like Joe that's probably happened to like uh, Joe Rogan well I doubt he knows it but like well, obviously statistically probably I don't think well, unless, you have to unless, be a big ass Joe Rogan like people unless he arranged the accident then he knows then he knows. Have the police considered this opportunity? Uh, possibility, I should say. So let's just Google how often asked. is there a car crash? <laughs> no, no, we can't. 13 car accidents oh. occur somewhere in the United States every 60 seconds. So Jeez. it's very likely I, I would now that's, say that because our show is like one and a half hours long. That's more than like a, a car crash every five seconds. So I think there would be less. I don't know. No, that's so many cars. Yeah, so many cars, but like so many responsible. What are they qualifying as a crash, though? That's what I'd like to know. Because when I hear crash, I I picture a total car or something flipped over. I could definitely see crashes where, like, everyone's fine and the car's bit dented and has to drive away, but it's so reported as a crash. Anywho, I think we've rambled on long All enough. All of those are crashes. Oh, my God. Uh, lethal crashes is what I'd like to know. Okay, well. How often is there a, a lethal car crash? Every 16 minutes, a car accident occurs that results in death. Oh, every 16. See, now that's... You'd you'd hope for it to be lower, but like through the course of a day, it's like, you know, not too bad, considering like several billion people or 350 million, if it's just the statistics from America. And also... Over 1.6 thousand children under the age of 15 die in car accidents each year. Very sad. Very sad. So, with that interesting fact, let's move on with the show because it's only going to get worse if we don't. (laughs) Like, I genuinely, I'm just afraid. (laughs) I've done enough shows. Thank you. With sod now that I think, like, this is going to get worse. So, <laughs> stop laughing now. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. You should have told me, shut the fuck up with your anger in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's just <laughs> Welcome to Uploading Podcast. You know I think the podcast of us losing our own shit at our I own don't know. Jokes. What I hate more is you like <laughs> being the way that you are. <laughs> or people probably enjoying the fact that I get mad at it. 
Because I think a lot of people are going to like that because people often try and do that because apparently I have funny reactions to <laughs> shit. Oh my god. If it makes you feel better, I don't do it for your reaction. I just do things because I think they'd be funny. So yeah, but my it's not to get right out of you. Yes, it does, though. So Thank you very much. Send us an email at uploadingpod at gmail.com if you... Um, support sod in making me angry or like not angry but like just disappointed i guess outraged reactions if you yeah. enjoy uh Silas's outraged reactions be sure to leave a comment wherever you can or send an email no, send an email we'll dearly appreciate it. then we'll actually see it silas you have to check the actual youtube channel at the very least nobody ha- episodes have like zero views what, oh, are one you promo- view. Are you promoting it on the Twitter? Yes. Well, the, the, yeah. The video. It's in the same... I put the link to there each time when a new episode comes out, and that has all of the different channels in it. Also YouTube, but people just don't choose to okay. click on the YouTube thing because it's a podcast that you listen to. I don't know. I listen to a bunch of podcasts on YouTube. <laughs> That's, I think that's stupid and I really hate it but that's, <laughs> you have to put it on YouTube nowadays but we don't even do video so it's literally useless but okay that doesn't matter speaking of YouTube I finally made a new video on Silas on Linux I just want to quickly shout that out which is Congratulations. My fucking like seven day journey of trying to upgrade my OS and then it fucked up and then I tried fixing it in various ways. It's it's funny. I think it is funny. I just have to I'm just gonna tell you the name of it, the title of the video, because then you'll understand what's happening. Okay, what's happening now? I accidentally like clicked on some. I tried clicking on the thing on my taskbar, like it pulled up like a random image of some like a random dude on Twitter because I just clicked. Well, what are you looking at this dude for? It says charity Hmm? stream with Genion520 on Twitch and Theta TV. I don't know who the fuck this is. Good job doing a charity stream, though, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Silas will be looking up pictures of you later. Oh, uh, no, definitely not. Where is the right window? Oh, God. Nope. I will say I've been having nope. a pretty nope. stressful day, and uh, the, this opening 15 minutes has <laughs> really brightened my mood. So thanks, Silas. So, okay, I've found the title now. I called the title for that video... Guy mm-hmm. tries upgrading PowerOS and loses his mind. <laughs> and you'll see why if you watch that. Some I will come up with like the most random shit because like I sat here for like two hours or whatever each fucking day. So I would like pull up random like random snacks and random other shit, random games and just like talk about them randomly. <laughs> And, like, make weird noises. I think it's Mm -hmm. a fun video. It is... How long is it? Like, 40 minutes or something? It was super long. (laughs) Most of the videos are super long, but, yeah, it's funny. Um, Check that out if you 
want to see me lose my mind and talk about Reese's Cups? Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. And now, mm-hmm. the other thing that I wrote down is uh, learning the obvious. Okay. <laughs> and for that, I, yeah, I'll have to send sort some images. Yes. So I am doing an apprenticeship. Some people who listen to this for like a longer time know this already. I'm doing mm-hmm. a system electronics technician apprenticeship. And part of that is doing circuit board design, which is really fucking awesome. That's a cool skill to have, I think. Oh, God. I've I, I kept in a joke to myself there. I don't, I regret doing it. I kind of wished it, I did say it, but the moment's passed. Oh my god. Good. Uh, and my my class, which is four people, <laughs> mm-hmm. four, four students, plus then the teacher, we are we are doing this project, which is like a... Just enough analogy. A, we're doing a two... What's it called? A 2DOF, a two, two degrees of freedom motion simulator seat for like racing simulators. So we have our own circuit board for that and other things. And we're like putting all that together. And that's a cool project. It's going a bit slow because we made stupid mistakes, but that's fine. And um, yeah, so we tested something with big motors that we're going to use for that for that project <laughs> what big motors <laughs> oh my god they're 300 uh, that's, 350 that watt like motors what what do you mean what's happening it just sounds like a euphemism for you know big johnson you know big motors it does not ah oh, yes i'm an electronics <laughs> technician i work with big motors yeah wow that's stupid. Well, no. I mean, double entendres are famously no, stupid. No, no, no. Stop it. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> it is 350 watt motors, and we're running at 24 volts. So if you do the maths, it does come out at like just barely under like 15 amps or something of current that runs through this. So what you need to know is. It's a rather simple board. It has mm-hmm. a few like MOSFETs on it, which is just like a little device that can turn on big power with like small power from like uh, from a little control board or something. Because you can't mm. you can't use a little tiny microcontroller to power a gigantic motor. So then uh, you put the MOSFET in between to control it. That's good. That works fine. That works up to, I think, 50 amps at 50 volts or something. So a lot of power. That's good. And yeah, so we hooked all the things up. And then my teacher was like, well, you know, we should put some Mm -hmm. like extra solder on the on some of the some of the traces on the circuit board because it's going to have. Yeah. The little traces are not going to be enough for all that power. And I was like, yes, I am aware of that. We have to do that. But what if we don't? <laughs> mm-hmm. So then we tested it the first time and it was fine. And then we changed some settings in the software and hooked it up again. 
and also added like some cooling on the MOSFETs because they do get pretty warm. And that already was a, another like sign of what's to come. So you hook oh, it up no. again and <laughs> you hook it up again. And now I have to send the, the images to Sod. <laughs> FYI, it didn't go well. And we're speaking to Silas's ghost right now. Really committed to this uh, podcast. That's from not beyond true. You can't die from 24 volts DC. With a hot condition and explodes flesh food, you can. <laughs> 24 volts can't even enter your body. I said exposed flesh wound. No, that's... Well, okay, then it kind of... Uh... <laughs> We've had this conversation before. Yes. Me? Oh, oh, was that supposed to be poking through like that? Oh, no, it's not. So... Ooh. We've hooked yeah. it up and turned it on, and the the second that I that I pressed the the on button in the software, you just heard like a little electric noise. I'm gonna call it, and you like kind of saw a flash coming from the from the <laughs> from the circuit board, and nobody really knew what what happened. Well, we thought some one of the MOSFETs actually like blew up or something, but no, actually the plus 24 volt line on the circuit board just like completely disintegrated on like (laughs) on the on the circuit board and it like lifted itself up i'm gonna put this as the cover image probably because it just looks pretty stupid yeah especially with the upside down bird who puts a bird on a circuit board well that's it's called the soft that's that's funny because the program is called eagle the circuit board design software is called Eagle. Literally. That's literally the logo. Okay. Or the old logo, you should say, <laughs> before they got bought by a Autodesk. Yeah. So, wow. looking back at uh, what my teacher said, he was like, yeah, we should probably put a solder on this so it can handle the power. And I was like, yes, I know. But I don't want to do it. Well... And look what happened. Some things we mathematically absolutely know that it's going to go wrong, then just prevent it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yes. There's so many things in life that could be fixed right now. People would take moderate steps, not even radical. That would be ideal. But even just moderate steps 10 years ago, or even now would be a huge help. But uh, there's people like Silas that go, but what if we don't and carry on as normal? And this is the end result. Yay. Well, my plan was, oh yeah, let's just lift up the one side of the circuit board just a bit so fresh air from the fucking fan can <laughs> circulate below. Which I also knew that that was not going to do anything, but I did it anyways. Oh, Jesus. Jesus help. It's yeah. a stupid idea because it's a tiny little like not even like a millimeter thick of of copper 1.7 millimeters wide and I was like yeah yeah just blow some like air barely on it and then it's going to be fine which I knew it wasn't but yeah funny that's how you learn though you can make mistakes and then learn from it and that's funny but you already knew it was a, sm- a well, mistake yes. as soon as you were doing it. Yeah, that's not learning. That's just doing the mistake anyway it's to see what happens. 
That's like when you solder a thing, which soldering is hot, 300 to like 450 degrees Celsius, and then you touch the hot thing that you just soldered anyways, and that does happen every single time that I solder something. (laughs) Yes. Have you never just touched a stove as a kid? Not even like, you know, accidentally, but just like that. Quick tap and uh, removes to see like how long you can get away with before you hurt yourself. No, you, why do you need to screen first in yourself? Soldering iron. I just touched other things that were touched by the soldering iron, or that were hot before. I, actually, I probably, I probably can't tell this on here, but I'm going to do it anyways. No. Give the soldered item a doll to help we, figure out had, where the soldering item touched it. I don't remember what happened, <laughs> but I was in the kitchen with my mum, and like we cooked something, and it was like mm-hmm. fucking burned in the pan. And my mom was like, well, let's just, can you just like hold this out out of the window for like a minute because it's just smoking that hard. And then I did that. And then like halfway through, I realized, oh, fuck. I like put it down on the frame of the window and the plastic was just melted. (laughs) (laughs) So now there's like a a bit of like the, the pan shape. Just melted into the frame of the fucking window. <laughs> and a slight breeze, I imagine. No, no, that's fine. It's fine. It doesn't didn't actually like touch any I don't know, like insulating parts or whatever you would call those. Nowhere gets through. It's Delightful. just a little of plas- little bit of plastic that's just deformed now. And a destroyed pan. But yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just forget about things. And other times, you're just a dick, which <laughs> circuit board was definitely the, the second case. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm trying, <clears throat> trying to think of a separate talk, a second topic for my own, but I'm drawing a blink, to be honest. Um, hmm, hmm, <laughs> no, I'm afraid I don't really got much of anything other than the this thing. <clears throat> oh, wait, no, I can... The Reddit and my Discord, be sure to join those. I mean, active part of the SARD community. And, you know, uh, give me feedback of what you want. And, you know, also, well, feedback and uh, inform me of what you want for future streams and videos on SARD Passion Projects. I'm very close to ending Halo Infinite, and I'm going to need another game to play on my alternating Fridays. Alternating Fridays. Indeed. Nice. Little, little burp just there. I did my best to keep quiet. Other thing, I spent an hour and a half staring at my computer screen today whilst I was waiting for it to work. I lost my mind a little bit. I screamed and I shouted and I cried because I just wanted the thing to work. To work, damn you, work. So, to help <laughs> avoid situations like that in the future, be sure to donate to the new PC fund for SOD, which you can do by looking at my link tree for links to my Ko-Fi link tree and stream now donation pages, as well as a Patreon page you can pledge to at a $1 tip tier or $3 uh, don- uh, pledge tier. I should say, you know, I keep saying dollar when I say Patreon. I just associate with that. 
that is all for Sarge Rambling Sections. Sounds like you I've really made should a have also made a voice. video about your PC crashing and burning. The problem is, is how do I edit it? Well, you can edit on your phone. <laughs> Not on this thing. Not on this vicious shit. Everything I've got is failing. <laughs> it's well, a tragic state of affairs. And that was really a choice for that voice. I don't know why I did that's it. That's Ireland. Oh, well. No, it's not Ireland. It's just being <laughs> poor and disabled. Well, okay. I imagine that's a universal experience. <laughs> Topic number one. NASA engineers uh, trying to... That's a typo. Or just grammatically incorrect. NASA engineers are trying to figure out strange region, uh, readings from aging interstellar spacecraft. Launched in 1977, Voyager 1 has, a, has been exploring the cosmos for nearly half a century. It has a twin, Voyager 2, that was launched 16 days prior in the same year. So before it, okay. Uh, both spacecraft did tours of our outer solar system flying by planets and photographing moons before eventually traveling outside the uh, boundary of our cosmic neighborhood. In 2012, Voyager 1 passed the heliopause, the boundary uh, where the sun's solar winds ends and the interstellar medium begins. At a distance of 14.5 billion miles from Earth, Voyager uh, Voyager 1 is the farthest a human-made object in space. Well. But the farther Voyager 1 gets from the Earth, uh, the likelihood for weird things to happen with the spacecraft goes up. Right now, the spacecraft's attitude, uh, articulation and control system, or AACS, (laughs) is acting up. (laughs) It's the same... It's the system that's responsible for maintaining the uh, vehicle's orientation in space, as well as pointing the probe, uh, probe's high-gain antenna, which is used to send and receive signals from Earth. Scroll down a little bit more, because there's a long one. The AACS is still working as it should, as far as the engineers can tell, but it's returning data that doesn't actually describe what the system is doing, according no. to NASA. No, accurately. Or did I skip? Accurately. Uh, accurately describe what the system is doing, according to NASA. For instance, the data may appear to be randomly generated, or does not reflect any possible state that AACS should be in. NASA wrote in a press release, Voyager 1 uh, still seems okay in all other respects. It is communi- in its communications with the engineering team, and it's collecting science data as it's supposed to. NASA says... Uh, NASA says... My bad, that wasn't a comma. And the AAC's issues hasn't prompted the spacecraft to go into safe mode, a type of operating procedure in which the spacecraft powers down most of its instruments and focuses only on its most essential functions to stay alive. Well. I have to say, for something that was launched in, what was it again? 1977? Yeah, 1977, which means it's probably uh, seven, using technology from like yeah, 65. 55. Or 50, yeah. yeah, even. 55 years ago. 
55 years ago. Even state-of-the-art stuff then. Like, I think it's had a good run. You know? Obviously, if there is something you can do at a distance, then sure, it keeps working. It's 45. What? No, wait, yeah, sorry. (laughs) 45. I was confused, Dyslexia. Ain't it a treat? Yeah. Because I saw Very the seven, old. and then I counted up to twenty-two, and then I counted the three from the seven as well. And it's like, wait, no, that's wrong, silly me. Anywho, for something that's been operating for that amount of time, like the further it gets, the more likely uh, signals are to get distorted. The older it gets, the more likely components are to break. Like, if they can do something to keep it going, by all means, do. But I feel like we've had a good run of things, you know. You know. What are your thoughts, Silas? Just the fact that you can that the people who are running this now can mm-hmm. even still like understand what it's doing and how it works. That is insane to me. Like try you try using a computer from like nineteen sixty one or whatever whatever random shit this is. Well, I imagine that's part of the training course for NASA to ensure like Hey, you have to understand this old ass shit as well, because we got uh, things in space that only operate on this, and we need to understand what it's oh, saying. Yeah, but that's an amazing, uh, amazing thing to do, probably. I mean, yeah, it is an amazing thing. Like, I won't deny. And also the fact that it's still like running. And actually, let's look up how much Voyager One. Wait. Voyager 1 transmitter power. Let's actually see how much power the fucking radio signal even has. 23 watts. Imagine trying to look at a, like a shitty little, I don't know, like a one of those shitty energy saving weird, weird, how do you call those? Those energy saving light bulbs that were like com- common in like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. the little little Ooh. curly-looking ones. Imagine looking at that turning on and off from, like, what is it, like, billions of miles away? I think 14.5 billion yeah. light years. Just the so. fact that they can... No, not m- m- miles. A million, my bad. Billion miles, not light years. Oh, <laughs> that would have been insane, light years. I was like, oh, yeah, so literally the other end of the universe, essentially. <laughs> I think. I don't know. That's like way Actually, bigger. Actually, no, like, our galaxy is barely way, that big. Way you know? bigger. But like, yeah, just the fact that you can even receive signals from a fucking 20-watt fucking transmitter literally outside of our universe. That's uh, our, our solar system. That's insane to me. Good job, NASA. Uh, keep it going until it runs out of the out of power. That's that's awesome. <laughs> well, I, no, I imagine even back then they still had solar panels, so that's the thing. No, it's it not going to run out of power. It runs nuclear power. Oh, well, I mean, if you get out that far, you can't even use solar power anymore, even for like other missions. Oh yeah. If you go like I think point. beyond Mars or something, at that point it like gets kind of shady and you can't use solar anymore so they need to use other sources don't quote me on the mars line i think maybe it's before that maybe it's after that i don't know but like somewhere in like the middle of our planets 
in the solar system, you just can't use solar panels anymore because it's just too dim. So I think they use nuclear on this. Let's check that. Yes, it uses radioisotope radioisotope power elements. Yeah. Wow. 470 yeah. watts at launch. Just the fact that a thing that is like the size of like a truck mm-hmm. or like a bus only runs on 470 watts with technology from like the 60s and 70s. That's already like engineering at its peak, which it is because it's NASA, literally. So, yeah. I mean, that is what they do. Holy that shit. Is what they do. Mm hmm. I'm amazed that they can even tell that it's like still working and like, I, uh, there's one be- bit might be a bit fucked, but the rest is fine. <laughs> Wonderful. Good job. Either that or it's been captured by aliens and they're messing with it. Just to see what happens. Who could say? Nah, probably not, though. <laughs> because we would have well, seen the aliens capture it. We have telescopes, man. In that case. Wait, are we constantly just tracking this as it goes to the night? Well, yes, you have to. To like <laughs> communicate with it. I thought you could just chart out its course uh, course mathematically. Well, I think they do that too, but you still have to aim the fucking dishes in the right uh, in the right position to receive the agonizingly slow bullshit transmissions. <laughs> Anywho, I think it's time we go on to topic number two. Yes, which is. I think also, I think we have a rather happy show today, actually. If I just look at the list of the running order again, the the list Mm. on the left-hand side. Topic number two. Framework boosts to 12th gen Intel, delivering on upgrade promises. Mm. Framework is finally prepared to deliver on its core promise of upgrading its namesake laptop. The company has announced a new version of the Framework laptop with 12th gen Intel Core processors, along with new mainboards to modernize its existing notebooks. Like the original, the pre-built Framework laptop with its in, uh, with Intel's latest chip will come in three models. Base for should I say the prices? I'm going to say the prices. Mm-hmm. Base for $1,049. Performance for and professional for $2,049. There will also be a DIY edition in which you bring your own RAM and storage starting at $819 with a Intel Core i5-1240p. My God, I have a few comments on this. Um, (laughs) $1,119 with a Core i7-1260p and $1,529 with a Core i7-1280p. The new version of the laptop would also will also include a new CNC aluminium lid. This, uh, this should help address some complaints of flex on the original model. 
And yes, the new laptop lid is also being sold as a separate piece on Frameworks Marketplace too. It will cost $89 on its own. If you're using an existing Framework laptop, users that want a new chip and a new lid... What? Users that want a new chip and a new lid, comma, mm. those, will, oh, those will come together in upgrade kits, starting at $538 with a Core i5. So, Ooh. that's good. Have you heard of Framework before? Never in my life. Not even going to delude you for a moment, pretending I might hypothetically know what it means. So what is all this about? So, many of these laptop companies have uh, said that, oh, we're exploring the ideas of making our products more modular again. Stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. the trend has been, oh yes, let's just solder everything into the on the motherboard and then glue ah. the motherboard into the system and then oh, use God. shitty screws that you can't use as a normal person. I mean, the average person, yeah, but it's very easy. I bought a kit of them myself. There was all this, uh, the fancy screws in them. Well, that's was very expensive. Just the fact that you yeah. have to get separate screws, that's dumb. A screwdriver, that's dumb. So yeah. Framework is basically this newly founded laptop company that basically was like, fuck all of that. Let's go back to using regular parts that you can swap out Yeah, when stuff happens while also making it look sleek and nice and high quality because you could still get like upgradable laptops and stuff not to this extent really but you could still get laptops with like where you can upgrade ram yourself and stuff but then those laptops yeah. would look freaking like huge plasticky machines which that's not what this is if you go to their website i think it's actually literally frame.work it looks pretty nice. It looks like some fucking like a MacBook or something. I would probably buy that. My only problem is that they don't have a number number block on their on their keyboard, which is fine for most people, but I like a number block. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a, very good for hotkeys among other things. Yeah, and they have no, this... to be. Is it a foldable one? What? It's a laptop. What do you mean? Foldable. Yes, it can close no, itself. No. Like a tablet one. No. Well, so, dang, you could have got an extended keyboard and just like, you know, a USB keyboard, I should say, and just flipped it over like I'm doing right now. Yeah, no, you can't do that. It's just a normal laptop. Um, yeah. It looks pretty good quality, though, and also it has these little modules. If you look at the homepage you can see this little demo video of how they're expanding and stuff these little modules of ports so if you're like oh i want to have an hdmi port and like i don't know four usb ports you can do that well because it's like very modular even the oh it also has like uh, expansion ports as well for like 250 gigabyte and one terabyte that's pretty good so yeah but the point of this like if you like if you ever like don't need to use a HDMI cable but you need to like take something on the go with you, 
Oh, that should be a standard feature, honestly. Yeah, this uh, actually this is like actually awesome. It's like but- take out the HDMI, put in this. Okay, got all my files I need to take with me. Take it out, head into work or whatever, or go on holidays. That's super cool. Sorry, I keep interrupting yes. you about this. It is for, it is really cool. It is awesome. So you can you can buy basically any of the parts if you go to their store and press on parts. You can buy almost everything that they sell. And you can upgrade almost everything that they uh, put into this laptop. And you can even assemble it yourself and then save money, which is probably what I would do. Um, But the big thing is they've only had one model so far because it's a new company Mm -hmm. with 11th gen Intel processors. And now they've come Mm -hmm. out with the 12th gen laptop and it's more powerful now and they okay. are keeping their promise of having parts available and stuff so what you can actually do in fact is you can just buy the motherboard itself with a new chip on it that's like the one <clears throat> component that's still soldered because that's how laptop processors work that's just how it's done um just get the main board open up your laptop and put in the new well, take out the old. <laughs> Don't stick two mainboards in your laptop. You take out the old mainboard, put in this new one, and then you have Ooh. essentially a new laptop, which is how desktop PCs have worked literally since they were invented. Just pull out the old mainboard, put a new one in, and then you're good. Have a new PC. And I really like that. I think that's fucking awesome. Uh, I'm just looking at like the next time they're shipping a batch, not till August. There is no other laptop company right now that lets you even, like, I think that lets you do any of this, really. Like, you can't be like, oh, hello, Apple. Well, I like your new processor that's just come out. Can I get a new processor for this lap MacBook that I already own? No, you literally cannot. And you can't do that with basically anyone else. So I think this is really awesome. Uh, what's it? I'm just the professional one for like two thousand though. I guess it is a um, on the go laptop. Doesn't you know? It's only like i seven without i nine, even though it's twelfth gen. Only thirty two gigabyte memory. Yeah, te- only a terabyte storage. I got two on this. It's ages old. But what exactly is an i7-1280p? Let's see. Also, I really hate their naming schemes on this. Why is it called 1280p? So it has 14 cores. How many do you need? How many do you need? 20 threads. That's like... (laughs) Wow, cool. You're going to play a game, and then it's going to use like 3 or 2 or (laughs) 4. Yep, and then you gotta do other stuff as well. Amazing. It's like, as soon as you come up to multitasking with the thing, it's like all it's these gonna issues. It's gonna do completely fine, because no program uses 20 cores at the same time. Except if you're like doing live Blender rendering or something. Maybe. That would be cool. That would immediate. Well, actually, no, I suppose people animate other things other than adult content with Blender. I just never really think about it. These are good specs. They're pretty good specs. It's 
I mean, for professional, like, I'd expect a, a little more, you know? Especially the, what's it, uh, the storage. Only one terabyte. I'll just fucking upgrade it. I don't get any storage. Don't buy any. The one, the one problem I will say about these started ones is like the USB and uh, A and USB C ports that you plug into. It's like okay, so I have this big chunk of a thing, and it only has the one port I can put it into. Hmm. Whereas like the what's it HMI one that takes up a lot more, and so do the others. So it kind of makes sense. But these other ones are a lot smaller. It feels like if you just moved it to the side, side slightly, you could fit two in easily. So that's that's true, but is that really that big of a deal? That's annoying. Kind of, because it's like okay, I'm going to have to buy an extension port then, an extension port for USB ports, and plug How it many into USB this single things one. Do you plug in. Uh, let's see. We got the mouse. We got the keyboard. We got the capture card. Uh, we have the a USB-C one for the webcam. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty full up. I have like two well, extensions. That's fucking stupid. It has literally a... It has a fucking keyboard built in, though. It's a I laptop. Have it, I have it flipped over. So it's like more er- ergonomical. Oh, yeah. So like I the can two break screens. the laptop immediately after I get it because this Mine doesn't fold. happen. Well, yeah, Mine sure. Fold. Okay. But this one doesn't. Yeah, that is true. That is, and I I don't know how I could ever go back to a laptop that doesn't fold. I don't know. I'm scared. Comfort me, Silas. And I think we've gone on to this tangent for long enough, don't you? So when I start going on about bits of being scared great, great and saving me, great concept for a laptop, though. Anyways, I mean, yeah, yeah, that is fairly neat. And it's not I, bad hardware, even though Sod only always wants the most expensive shit for like four thousand dollars <laughs> instead of two thousand. Yes. Oh no! Yes. This machine will do everything that I can do, like possibly uh, ever. Anything do, I, I could ever possibly want, it shall do. But I don't want that. I want more because this can do more. that. Fucking more. Six plus I eight cores. Want to render the Crisis games, the remasters in 4K, full race tracing, and my thing to like. Yeah, okay, let me know when you start. Well, at I that point, that don't strong. use a laptop because laptop graphics I'm, cards and processors are shit. I'm trying to get a PC. We've been talking about yeah. this. Yes. But then don't rant about, oh no, this only is a mobile Core i7. Well, that's not really professional. Also, it only has in, uh, Intel Iris XE graphics, so it's not even like a real graphics card. Oh. It's a laptop. Ooh, they, they, where was this on the customization page? They like um, have black, they have white, and they have this like uh, orange bezel. That's the not on That's the customization page. Just buy it. I don't want to mess with it. I want it to be perfect out of the box. Anyway, yeah, I think it's time for us to... That you can't. If you want to <laughs> personalize it, just get the fucking DIY version and let somebody build it. And save I think a lot of money. A time we move on to topic number three. Don't you, Silas? No, I'm really bothered by that. You can get the DIY version with four terabytes. Four terabytes of storage and 64 gigabytes of RAM. It costs a lot. Way more than if you bought it yourself and just put that in there, which is what I would do. 
Okay. Anywho. Can't do that. Let us go on to topic number three. That okay by ye? <laughs> yes. Topic number three. Amazon hardware execs takes another swipe at Zuckerberg, uh, Zuckerberg's, my bad, a metaverse fantasy. Meta and its CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, can't catch a break. Everyone just keeps saying that they don't want to live in the metaverse. What's it? Uploading podcasts. The podcast that thoroughly endorses not living in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Our official stance on that. <laughs> this week, it's Amazon's head of devices, David... <laughs> oh my god, what's happening now? What's funny about that? Uh, David Limp. David Limp Dick Limp. That's not what it says. That He's is his last name. Limp. Yes. I know. I... No, it's a f- no other words. <laughs> Limp's just the funny word now. I'm sorry. The association. Whenever you hear the word limp, you immediately think of a dick. No. <laughs> Maybe for more like uh, Western countries. I, then, uh, it's always weird, isn't it? It's like the Atlantic Divide. Everyone always talks about like East versus West, but it's more like split up into thirds. You're gonna confuse the the singular Chinese listener that we have. Mm, I'm confusing myself already. Limp Dick, <laughs> funny name. Anywho, anywho, Limp David. Yes, ah, uh, let's make David the new Johnson. Oh, <laughs> anywho. Who said he doesn't want to live in a virtual world 24-7, or even a few hours a day? Limp <laughs> expressed similar views when interviewed last month by Financial Times, where he spent most of his time espousing his vision of ambient com- uh, computing. The idea that the computer is everywhere, and he's been keen to do over the last uh, year and, ch- and change. As he's been keen to do over the last year and change. While speaking at the Wall Street Journal's Future of Everything Festival, Limp <laughs> was asked what he was thinking about the metaverse. He said that he does not want, uh, does not believe that there'll be some form of play, uh, place shifting in the future. He's focused on devices that enhance the here and now. He said that even with current tech like phones and wireless earbuds, it can be hard to communicate with his kids, even when they're in the same house. I want to try to work on technologies that bring people's heads up, gets them to enjoy... One, okay. What was it? Uh, Get them to enjoy the real world about them. Make the family a more communal experience. What even is a metaverse? He also said that the term metaverse was almost impossible to pin down. If I asked three, uh, these few hundred people what they thought the metaverse was, we'd get um, uh, 205 different answers. We don't have a common definition. It means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. 
When it comes to a, a meta, Mark Zuckerberg has tried to describe what he means by metaverse, but at this point he's pretty uh, long on vision and short on concrete details. Though he does say that AR glasses will play a big role. Yes, and let us just remind everybody of the eternal product, Google Glass. <laughs> well, that's not that's not related in any way, though. It was an AR glass as well. No, that's not. That wasn't really AR. It was just. It was, a, it was rudimentary. It was rudimentary right AR. Well, what what the fuck? This is going to be a screen just over top your eyes. Yes, that's different because you're not going to leave your house that way. Okay, that's why I think this is different from Google Glass because you are supposed to walk around with a literal Google camera looking at everything that you were looking at every second that you were outside. Yeah, but the thing is, this is trying to the metaverse is trying to replace the amount of time you spend outside, make everything yes. communal but indoors. So nobody will see everything. how stupid you look. I mean, whoever's like you know watching your feed, listening in through said glasses, will see and hear. Don't buy those home house assistants, everybody. There's always people listening in. Anywho, I I just like that um, old limpy boy here took a snipe at uh, Zuckerberg. That was <laughs> yeah, rather amusing. That's funny. <laughs> rather surprising, giving his namesake, taking such a hardline approach on it. But, well, I appreciate it. But I really don't know what other to say than that than to say, ha, 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 your product sucks, Zuckerberg. Yeah, everybody, uh, most people hate it. Yeah. Right? And the ones that don't, most people don't know what this is and just have, don't have <laughs> yeah. interest in it. But people actually like it, like ethereal. They exist as a concept, but you can't actually find one for the life of you. Ooh. I don't like his, his idea of completely living there. I'd like meeting your friend. I mean, this already like, exists. Games exist. Yeah. Yeah, just you turn on voice chat in Elden Ring. That. Yeah, in any And we're game. circling it back to Elden Ring yet again. Ah, you thought it was done? You I thought I forgot about that? <laughs> the podcast of this. <laughs> you okay? Well, I don't really care. That's It's fine. <laughs> I'm more annoyed at this story right now. At least I'm I'm annoyed at Mark Zuckerberg still. I mean, you should be. Uh, Facebook is a terrible company, and rebranding to Meta cannot save them. Like, oh boy, let let the user base flee from the platform ever so kindly, God. Please, please. It's nothing but blight on the world that has surprisingly led to actual ethnic genocides. So we should probably do something about that. But we should also move on to topic number four. Indeed. That's you. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Topic number four. Algae enables photosynthesis-powered computing. What? 
shit. Isn't that an exciting yes, headline? Yes, it is. Fucking awesome headline. Ooh. A multinational team of researchers have managed to extract useful photosynthesis-based energy from an algae-powered system, opening up the door for truly sustainable edge computing. That's a <laughs> another one of those bullshit fucking buzzword things. Yeah. Um, but okay. What's the next sentence? The system, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The system, similar in size to an A A or double A battery, I guess that's how we call it in English, a double A battery, was used to continuously yeah. power an ARM-based Cortex M0 Plus. The same CPU in the Raspberry Pi Pico test board for over a year, with nothing more than ambient light in a domestic environment. It's being hailed as a potential enabler Mm. for future scaling of IoT, that's Internet of Things, devices. The system was built around a common species of blue-green algae, Cynichocystis, whatever the fuck this name is. Go look at the source itself, people. Which are capable of photosynthesizing their photosynthesizing their own nutrients from ambient light, whilst mm-hmm. producing a minute but significant enough electrical current that's proven stable throughout a one year plus operation. And counting. It's essentially a set it and forget it system, so long as there's sufficient ambient light to provide the algae with sustenance. I think. Yeah, that's. No, I think I stopped some copying or whatever. I, I know I cut something from this, but there's. You can see the quotation marks begin, but you can't see them end. <laughs> Okay. No, no, they're there. They're, they're actually there. They just say oh, there. Oh, they're on the next mm. slide. Okay. Okay. See, yeah. I knew something had happened. Um, we were impressed by how consistently the system worked over a long period of time. We thought it might stop after a few weeks, but it just kept going. Said Doctor Paolo Bombelli. <laughs> That's an awesome name. Paolo Bombelli in the University of Cambridge's Department of Biochemistry, first author of the paper. This is fucking wild. This is pretty wild. It is pretty cool. I got the uh, Wikipedia page for... uh, How do you even pronounce that? Sineco Cistis. Sineco... Ah, where's the phonetic spelling, Wikipedia? Come on. (laughs) Of all the words not to give a phonetic spelling for, it's this one. Well, yeah. This one you choose Anyhow, like all cyan uh, bacteria, Cyanchiostis, a branch (laughs) of the evolutionary tree from its uh, ancestral roots, Gliobacter biolactus, Cyanchiostis, is not uh, diesotropic and is closely related to other uh, model organism uh, sound scene. Let's say, uh, whatever. It has been suggested that originally Sinochristus uh, uh, possessed the ability to fix atmospheric nitration 
or nitrogen, but lost the gene required for the process. Well, that's interesting. Actually, a bit of education in this. How fun. Yeah, so this is not going to power your, your, your fucking framework laptop with the high-power processor in it, but what they've used is essentially this a tiny little microcontroller kind of thing. This is not yeah, that powerful, really useful. but uh, it can do some some calculations and it can do some stuff. So I imagine, yeah, if you use this for like, I don't know, some fucking like a sensor or something, or like, I don't know, yeah, probably mostly sensors or like switches and stuff. I mean, anything that's going to be outside for a long period of time. Yeah, like... Like um, security cameras, for example. Yeah, well, I, well, that's I, I very think useful. security cameras are going to use a lot of power, though. Well, cameras I mean, it, use a lot of it power. depends on, like, how much you make it. You could definitely make a battery of this stuff to connect to it. I guess that's true. And also, you can use, like, a shitty little laptop webcam. Those don't use that much power, like, compared to a phone camera. Or you, we could just get better at making good cameras that require less and less power. You know, that's an option too. Yeah, or like other sensors, motion detection sensors, little oh, yeah. tripwire kind of things or whatever. Yeah, security yeah. Systems. Uh, forget it. Silent alarms, that's pretty good. Yeah, Maybe what? even just like a security little beacon oh. or whatever. You know what? Traffic lights, that could be pretty good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, no yeah, that they use so much power. I didn't think I didn't think they would. I thought they would be like better now. You know, I well, thought they would use a lot of power in the past. Well, but... yes, they use less power now, but like LEDs, they can use a lot of power. It's just that they're a lot more efficient now than regular light bulbs. It's not like, oh, they never get warm and they don't use power. That used to be the case. LEDs now use a lot of power because you can combine them in various ways in different circuits and different configurations. And to get them bright, you do need power. Not as much as old old kind of incandescent lights, but definitely Less more lights. than this thing can supply. Hmm. Maybe well, like I mean, sensors, it all depends though. on like... Because it seems like, to me, there was a very small amount within this thing, like a wrist-mounted bracelet, if I'm not mistaken. But, like, I imagine for, like, a stationary object, you could put a lot more into it. Well, it says around the size of a AA battery, so it's not that big. Again, I guess you can use this for, like, sensors for traffic lights so they can have more sensors along the road to like more intelligently turn on and off the the lights smarter well the traffic lights but you don't turn on and off traffic lights you make them green or yellow or red and stuff like that that was a weird way of saying that Okay. And I think we've met mined this topic for all it's worth. It's pretty neat. It's I think very it's time. awesome tech. Topic number five. Android uh, 13 beta will test out uh, out-of-the-box support for most Braille displays. Ooh. 
In the coming weeks, Google will begin beta testing a feature for Android 13 that will make it easier for users of Braille displays to get uh, up and running. Google announced in a blog post on Thursday that the next uh, Android 13 beta will include out-of-the-box support for Braille displays. Braille displays are used for pin patterns to touch-read on-screen text and also type in Braille. Ooh. The display allows people with deaf blindness to use smartphones and people who are blind to suddenly use mobile phones without screen readers or voice commands. Braille display support was already available on Android with Google Screen Reader TalkBack, but now you won't have to install another app first to access features. Braille display users will continue to access the same functionality like navigating the screen with the display buttons, making a phone call, writing an email, or sending a text. In addition, Google is also creating new shortcuts to use... uh, New shortcuts to make using Braille uh, displays easier on Android with TalkBack. The new shortcuts introduced will enable easier scrolling by moving to the next chapter, word or line, uh, editing documents by jumping directly to the end, or trying to select copy uh, paste text. Well, that's just wonderful of all. It's a wonderful, happy little episode. Like you said, Silas. Great episode today. A nice episode. Did we have <laughs> even one negative topic? I think we had, like, I guess the I, Amazon a, was neutral. No, no, it's negative toward the metaverse, but we're very positive about that. So doesn't mean anything bad for the listeners, though. No. So, no. I mean, Elon Musk, am I right? <laughs> Tries to back out of the Twitter deal. What's it to save himself billions as the you know stock market price collapses around him, and then it's like, you know what? The other party is the party of hate, and I shall become this party now. And any news you hear about me over the next couple of months, let's say, is all going to be a political hit piece. Five hundred thousand dollars to a flight attendant. That's going on in the background. Yay! Everything is terrible. That's not something you can't escape a moment today. You have to live with consequences. Everyone else talked about that, so I didn't want to put it. Terrible world you live in. I mean, you got. We gotta at least acknowledge it. You know, like we're not gonna do a full segment on it, but that's not okay. Well, this is supposed to be the show about tech things that you don't hear about on other shows. So that's true, but Um, like. yeah, gotta at least pass by it. Like we're not gonna Time do a to whole reform it to it. be uploading Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, just all shitting on Elon Musk twenty four seven. Every story, a new way to shit on Elon Musk, and we'll be hated for it, and we'll get so many listens. <laughs> well, going back to topic number five, I like. I think that's a good feature to to add, not needing Indeed a special app, so you can use your Braille outputs, Braille keyboard, whatever it is. Maybe it's both. I'm rather confused. I don't know I'm, how that exactly works, and I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's just building the infrastructure to be adaptable with this type of system. Yeah. Like, I'm honestly surprised they didn't do it in earlier versions of phones. Like, 
I'm surprised it's taking for Android 13 for this to come about. I mean, other stuff like that existed. Like like what they say, it was basically built in into the TalkBack app, which does come installed on some phones already. Yeah, um, but like yeah. it's... I'm just surprised this wasn't universally adopted a lot sooner and a lot uh, quicker to the point where this was already a thing. Yeah, it should have been, but it's here now, so that's good, I guess. I've used, I've experimented with using TalkBack before. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not like blind or anything. I don't have any kind of blindness yet. I mean, you just give me a la- give me a laser pointer, and we can sort that out. Don't do that. That's not okay. <laughs> do not do that. Back other it is very dangerous. Like that is, uh, using talkback and other, um, probably the iPhone has a feature like that too. I don't know what it's called. It doesn't matter. But using that yeah. is surprisingly actually really awesome. Once you figure it out, when yeah, you it read, is very convenient, when especially you read if you're the so reviews, When you read the reviews, it some people on some people's phones it just like turns itself on i guess there's like a specific button combination with like the volume key that you can press i mean that and then it sense. turns itself on which makes sense because when you can't see the phone what you're touching then you can't turn talk back on without physical buttons that makes sense <laughs> but i'm i'm like <laughs> i just think it's fun reading through these comments of like people who can mm-hmm. see not being able to figure out how to use TalkBack and how to exit it ever again. I think that's funny. That's, <laughs> that's a specific weird joy to me. That's a skill that blind people have that you should be proud of. If you can know, un- understand and know how to use TalkBack without getting confused by your eyesight, which obviously is not com- completely functional there. But you can manage it, and you're smarter than fucking sides of people not being smart enough to fucking see how to turn it off. But okay. Um, <laughs> on another note, though, I've actually also been looking at the accessibility features on Linux distributions mm-hmm. because I randomly saw this this feature of oh yeah, turn on screen reader. I holy shit. The complete contrast to how great it works on Android. This is the worst thing ever. It's the worst thing ever on 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 at least on GNOME on Linux with GNOME. And I'm very tempted I might actually make a video about that because it just says nothing or it says every single thing that like you don't need to know. Yeah, yeah, can be a problem. Yeah. You can configure it to like do other things, but you can't even get into the menu without Googling how to get into the menu. And then you have to set up a specific key mm-hmm. combination and then press that. And then in the menu, sometimes it can work. That's like this, this voice selector thing where you can select different sounding voices. And there's like 90 different voices or whatever. And every single time you press on that, it reads out all the 90 voices and it will not shut the fuck up. Ever. And I'm like, how do you design a thing that's that shit? Like, come on, people. <laughs> Fuck. But okay, that's uh accessibility on Linux has a long way to go. I haven't looked at that on Windows. Maybe I could do like a comparison. I think that's a video idea. I don't know how, how well that would do though. Maybe well. I don't know. I just think that's interesting. 
I always like when products are not made for people who have all the senses and all the bodily functions in the world because that's not everybody. <laughs> so yeah. not to mention, some people this- are thick to so thick that they can't even acknowledge that other types of people exist. That's dumb to me. That's yeah. really stupid. Not to mention it's also like the stereotype of like, hey, like, okay, for example, again, circling back around to Elden Ring, a lot of people are talking about accessibility and they're saying like, oh, you have like all of these different control options now. So even a person without a hand, you know, missing one hand can play um, this game. There's like a lot of other conditions that could affect people, like for a bit example, uh, cerebral palsy that you know affects uh, like um, response time and dexterity with the fingers to be able to be precisely control things. So like the people really do less like either ignore or just clump up like various disabilities into certain things, and like a lot of stuff just becomes invisible as a result. That's not good. It's really not good. That's why we have captions in our show, in the in the feed and on our website. I think they're in the feed now. It depends on what podcast player you're using. So, yeah, if you have a bit of trouble hearing some of the things that we say, or you can't hear at all, then good job. You're already looking at the transcripts, anyways. They are a bit flawed. Some words are picked up weirdly. Yeah, we have software. we have real voices, so it's a struggle for the eye. Yeah, I've asked in our group Discord who wants to edit the, <laughs> the transcripts because I don't want to do it, and nobody yep. said yes. So I guess yep. I still have to do it. Indeed, which I don't like. Maybe I'm <laughs> going to put more time into that because I haven't paid a lot of attention. I did it like two times, and it took super long. It's an intuitive and easy way to like edit the transcripts on our hosting company, but it just takes super mm. long. That's unfortunate. Yeah. If you have a two-hour show, you're, you're bound to have a, to at least listen to two hours again. Maybe longer if you re-edit the caption. Yeah. It's fine, though. Hey. I like doing that when it's done. <laughs> Okay, uh, be sure to look up everything on the link tree, not only for uploading podcasts, but for Silas and myself, Saad, as well. Follow us at all of our stuff on all of our channels, especially the YouTubes, for my channels, Saad Passion Projects and Saad uh, Passion Gaming. Uh, others as well, but that's the ones I'm advertising. Silas's one, uh, Silas... I forget the name, what was it? On... Silas on Linux. There we are. Yes. My apologies. And uh, uploading podcasts. Also up on YouTube. Up those views, please. Thank you very much. And uh, it's time to say ta-ta. Until we meet again. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>